this is Mike for Mike's Random Thoughts. And once again, I'm here with Jeff, uh, who is from Queens, New York, right? Uh, Queens Bridge Projects. Yeah. And the reason why I'm saying that naturally is because he is from the projects, because of the conversation that my show gets and um, just different things like that. So anyways, so the reason why I asked you back, basically, is a lot of different things have happened since last time you come out here. Like last time you primarily talked about, I believe Trump was still president, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. The last time you were on the show? Yeah. Okay, so now Trump isn't president, and we have Biden in the office, and last time he did talk about Black Lives Matter, and I wanted to talk to him, talk about him one last time, because I got to find out your opinion on, like, the founders. Uh, We're talking, like, the high-ranking people in Atlanta, uh, Patrice herself, one of the founders, uh, getting caught up. And there's other ones, too, which you know about because we've talked about it. But um, getting caught up on different charges of embezzlement and misuse of the funds and money. So i got to ask how you feel about that. Because, you know, you get I've gotten comments. I'll be honest. I've gotten comments from typical comments from all different types of people. I've gotten comments from perceptives of people saying that I just don't get it which I do feel I do get it because of what we talked about last time. I told you that's what was going to happen last time that you were here. Remember when I said that when it all comes out, it's going to be misuse of money and things like that, right? So how do you feel? Well, this is how I feel about it. We have chapters not even getting money. Mm -hmm. This is spending money. Man, that's a little bit fun. What I'm going to use to buy your houses and everything. Since it came from her book deals and stuff, I don't believe it. Right? And I mean, and that's what I'm saying. And now, since she stepped down, her first statement, her first statement was that she is focused now that the organization, remember last time there was no organization. There was no organization. It was just an idea, remember? But once she comes out, I'm retiring, she says that organization has the backbones And now I can focus on other things I want to do, like movies and book deals. And I'm like, so what are you saying? Like, everything everybody said was right? Yeah. Right? The book deals, there you go. Right. Okay, so now we have, like I said before, we have Biden in power, right? Mm -hmm. And I got to be honest. To me, it does appear to be a Marxist driven uh agenda especially because i just got whim i don't know if you i don't know if you've heard this on because i know you listen to talk radio um um, but i guess obama came out and i'm going to post an article about it in a little bit but i came out and said biden has successfully continued my administration you know what i mean which I feel it is like, it, and I did say that. Once he got into power, he basically took it to the Obama-era politics and then just caved to everybody else's, like Harris, AOC, uh, the squad, um, Pelosi's ridiculous demands. I don't know if you feel the same, but that's what I feel like. They're just basically caving to every which way, including terrorist-sympathizer countries. I'm talking Iran. I'm talking Iraq. You know what I mean? 
Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that as well. The um, whole Israel and the whole Israel and Pakistan conflict. How do you feel um, that? Do you feel Biden actually handled that situation appropriately as a commander in chief? Well, as you know, you know, Israel and Palestinians been fighting for like what decades, thousands of years. Mm-hmm. It's like what two brothers fighting. Right. Nothing's ever gonna change. You got to speak up a little bit, probably. Okay. Nothing's ever gonna change between the Israels and Palestinians ever. Mm-hmm. We may have peace for a while, and they go to war, peace, and then war. I mean, there's so much. You know anybody can actually do over there, and that's uh, and that's the thing. It's a war that a lot of people is not understanding, um, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me on this. <clears throat> Historically speaking, it's actually a spiritual war that's been going on for decades. I mean, we're talking since biblical time period, and now you have that mixed in with modern politics, and the whole thing was over um, a land dispute over four was it four houses yeah it was four houses is how this whole thing got uh, skyrocketed out of control uh you got different political movements that just leaped on it and you had the hollywood elite just all of a sudden rooting for a people hamas basically took over that building and like i said in my last episode they took over that building and held the people hostage in that country knowing full well what could happen i mean don't you agree with that And that's why I feel that as far as the commander-in-chief goes, he handled that conflict really poorly. And I've heard speculation that Harris most likely is being prepped by the CIA to get whim of power in as early, they're saying as early as uh, August. But then again, these are loose sources, nothing official. I mean, have you heard anything on talk radio? No. And see, that's what I'm saying, people, is you got to you got to see different sources. And when I and that's why I don't want to say officially it's speculation right now that that's what's going on. But I mean, honestly, let's look at the facts. I mean, if you look at how he handled that conflict, you look at him falling down the stairs. I mean, Trump just now appeared last night and really and really just handed it to Biden the way his uh, mental state is, the way his physical appearance is. You know what I mean? In all of that. And he was dead on right. I mean, don't you feel the same way? Yeah. He's not coherent. He's falling apart. His eyes being sunk in, that's a sign of something that happens to people in their elderly age. So he's very easily uh, easily manipulated right now. I mean, I could honestly say that. Um, as far as Harris being groomed in, during the opening, remember during the opening speech whenever they said that uh, Harris said Biden already made an agreement with me that if anything should happen to him to where he can't fulfill his duties, he will uh, just willingly step down from power and let me uh, gain power. Am I right? And if you notice, the reason why I'm asking that is Jeffrey here is an adamant talk radio listener. He is a huge sports fan, but he is an adamant talk radio listener as well. So whenever I find sources, it's normally, I use some of the same sources he's going to find, but as he knows, I also use a lot of other sources as well. So there's some things that I'll find out about that become what on talk radio, what, three weeks later, four weeks later, something like that, depending normally. 
so the so my whole thing my whole situation with that is so what it's already been decided that's what's going to happen from the beginning so to me that's almost like a distraction tactic to make people upset and mad do you get what i'm saying to make the conservative base like a little bit heated and maybe like you know distracted or something but i mean and they shouldn't because they basically said that's what's going to happen in the beginning anyways it's just happening a little bit if that is what's going to happen it would end up happening what months prior to what people thought i would assume logically but and the other thing is the hatred towards the police like lately uh the latest video that guy with the dreads right that had the pistol had what 20 or 30 cops behind them smoking a blunt live streaming right and we're going to talk about that too live streaming right talking about how there's no more peace He's done with peace. He's going to go and he's just going to take it. I mean, am I right? I think the clip of the video. That, I mean, so did I. That's what I did. Is that what you saw? Because that's what I saw. You know what I mean? And to me, okay, I'm going to be perfectly blunt with you. I mean, you grew up in the projects, right? Mm-hmm. And in Northern California, I was known to live in a certain areas, quote unquote, hood neighborhoods, right? I mean, lower income apartments, whatever, you know? So, I'm going to be frank with you, man. From Jump Street, I felt like this is a easy come up if you're from the hood. If you're if you're from the hood. If you're a criminal, this is come up time. I mean, you you they just feel like you can do whatever you want and just scream this or that. I mean, don't you? It shouldn't be, but I mean, based now, on videos like that and now, yes, beforehand, no. Right. But you remember last time you were here, I did say that the movement had potential for good for good things to happen, but the people that's running it were running it bad. And is that not what we saw with the people coming out with fraud and all that? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? It needs better leadership. The idea behind it, and a different name, because from Jump Street, the name is controversial. And I get it. Everybody wants to be radical and more extreme, but you're separating yourself immediately you're not just separating yourself from caucasians with a name like that you're separating yourself from every nationality with a name like that so if i'm promoting something if i'm a business and i'm marketing something right all right so me and you both we've worked in uh fast food industry and restaurants and jobs like that for a long time right so we know how new products work if they're coming out with a new slogan right you want it to be kind of controversial hard-hitting not controversial but in this aspect controversial but you want it to be hard-hitting and you want it to sell to people right so why would you pick something that doesn't only just separate you from white people it also separates you from all the other minorities around your same neighborhood so to me it was doomed for failure from jump street and the fact that you have hybrids now of it such as Asian, which uh, is ridiculous in itself because all lives do matter. I'm sorry. And I thought we learned that this time around. You get what I'm saying? And please do not misinterpret my... I mean, because I've seen you laugh. I don't don't mean for anybody to take what I'm saying out of context. What I'm saying is everybody's lives matter. I've always said all lives matter. I'm going to stand by that forever. You know what I mean? Because I see division. 
when you create division with names such as ethnicity slash lives matter, basically what you're saying is your lives matter and everybody else's don't. So it's okay for this. So what happens when, what happens when at some point they get what they want with such and quote race, right? And now it's just this race and this race. And these issues are still there because these are issues that are plaguing the community, lower income areas. You get what I'm saying? And like I've said often, and I don't think I've said this on my show, and if I have, it's only been once. I myself, back in the day, whenever I was pulled over in the neighborhood and I ran my mouth, I had handcuff marks on my mouth, or not on my, I mean, sorry, writing my mouth, sorry. Uh, I had handcuff marks around my wrist for like three or four days. I had my head slammed into the side of a cruiser. You know what I mean? When I learned to quit running my fucking mouth, that changed though. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, and that was just the way, that was just the way it was. I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to say nobody's lives don't matter. Don't, and that's the problem is I feel like it's so easy for people to misinterpret what somebody is saying. When you say something like all lives matter, you would think that would be a peaceful thing and a unity. Because like I just said, these are issues that plague the urban community. And when I say that, it's not just one race in these projects. Was it just African-Americans in Queensbridge projects? When For you a long time. Huh? For a long time? Yeah. And that was when? Yeah, early 80s. Early 80s. Okay. It just grew on from there, like say the 90s and came. So, but, okay, but at that time period, though, was there not migration waves of different minorities in the 90s, right? Yeah, there was. There yeah, was, the, but the not really. Viennese, Cambodian. The, the Asians live. Flushing Queens have, you know, the project there is Asians. Right. If you're talking about Queensbridge specifically, majority black. You had a few white people there, but not like it was in the 40s, 50s. Mm-hmm. Say 40s, 50s, and 60s, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and honestly, like today at church, I'm going to be honest, and me and Jeff, we go to the same church. Um, the pastor was talking about uh, about race issues, race issues and how as Christians, we do need to accept certain things, right? Um, and I do, and I do get that. You get what I'm saying? What I'm struggling with, though is a separation with the separation issue because like i just said everybody and i understand that you, what you just said right that was in the 80s and the 90s and the height of the crack of it, right and sadly sadly in lower income neighborhoods were divided like that but guess who designed them the democratic party normally controlled lower income areas am i right i'm sure when i was growing up and i'm sure when you were growing up you've seen a lot of democratic ads in those neighborhoods yeah. you know what i mean because that's who controlled those neighborhoods. And what they planted in those neighborhoods were planned, uh, planned Parenthood, right? And they brought all these so-called programs that really got you nowhere except for like reversal back to the same neighborhood. You got stuck in the system. Well, yes and no. Hmm? How do you say? Hmm? He said yes and no. Like it was this different, you say Democrats were bound than what they were before. Hmm. They started opening up a whole bunch of programs. They did. They did. Yeah. You're talking about the Democratic Socialist Program, no. huh? No socialist. 
not socialist? No. Remember talking about back in the 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're talking about the beginning of it. Yeah, right. Okay. When Republicans and Democrats can actually, you know, get along. We're actually trying to give a damn about the people. Yeah. This is different now than it was, you know. Right, because now it's like they just want to separate. Like, everybody's into the division. You get what I'm saying? Like, when they should be focused on is... Uh, community outreach in the programs and that was something in the 90s uh, for me it was the 90s for you it was the 80s for me it was 80s 90s was the same thing yeah yeah but it was like exactly what you just said the same thing it was just the latter of it you know what i mean but there was a lot more community outreach focus like you had dare programs you had church programs community outreach you had uh neighborhood block uh barbecues i mean granted in if it was done safely in certain areas they tried Anyways, but they had it, food giveaways. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, the reason why Republicans get such a bad rap, you look at the South Bronx, how it was in the 70s, in mm-hmm. 80s, all these blocks of uh, burnt-out buildings from fires. You know what I'm saying? Like that. But when I'm not trying to say you know, they didn't care, but when Bill Clinton came along, mm-hmm. Things really start to change with his commerce, his commerce secretary. Was it Ron Brown? I can't was, recall. That was like, it's Ron Brown. He died in a, yeah. uh, a plane crash. Yeah. Things started like to change. I do. And stuff. I remember New York City was uh, we had Ed Koch there. Uh-huh. Nothing really much got done. It got done, but not as much. Well, you being from New York City, that brings you to another thing. Well, um, mostly, we, actually, it was all basically Republican mayors. And, no. And David Dinkins, it was actually really Republicans. It was Republicans. Right? Yeah, like, okay. 80, like more Republicans then. And then then you had uh, Rudy Giuliani and then uh, Martha Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know what else happened after that. <laughs> yeah, but mostly it was yeah, majority Republicans. Okay, so what about, you said in the 80s and 90s in New York, right? Mm-hmm. That was around the time period because, see, when Clinton became president, right? Mm-hmm. Um, remember when Hillary was the health czar in New York and she almost bankrupted the state of New York with the predecessor of the Obamacare? Yeah. See, earlier today, somebody I know, I'm not going to say no names, commented on something and said uh, Obama didn't do anything wrong. And, you know, me and you have bumped heads about Obama before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um with my feelings about him, you know, because I have very strong feelings about him. And it's nothing to do with his nationality as much as it is to do with him being a Marxist and socialist driven, which this administration is closely mirroring with what he wanted to do. See, Obama started the um, a lot of the hatred towards the law enforcement, in my opinion. You know what I mean? It's always been there. Like I told you before, it goes back. Mm-hmm. Exist to the slavery times, you know, where you have slave catchers. Yeah. And yeah, but I mean, like, here's my thing, though, bro. Like, history's fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And we both know that every nationality in America, and I just said this to uh, somebody online today, every nationality in America at some point has experienced some form, and I know how horrific. Uh, slavery was you know i do um but every nationality has had some type of blood spilt in some type of racist way on american soil almost you had the germans locked up and the japanese you had the germans locked up but if you go back to the black roots it's 
that. Mm-hmm. Understand distrust. But how come? How come? And I know you do because we've talked about this. I know you do, and Jeff understands this because me and him have talked about it. That's why I'm being so. Like, you know, I'm known, and you know I'm known for this because you've seen, because he watches my show, but you know I'm known to be more, a little bit more hyphy. Mm-hmm. But like I said, me and him have talked about this before. This is the second time on the show, so. But how come nobody owns up to the fact that, one, the people were sold by other people to the, to the people, historically speaking, in the first place, right? Rival, rival tribes. And how come nobody talks about this day, how in Cape Town, they're still selling people? You know what I mean? Rival tribes, rival drug dealers, human trafficking. I haven't heard BLM, Joe Biden, I haven't heard AOC, any of them speak about any of those issues. In fact, not even that long ago when those Christian girls were... uh, had were executed outside of Niger. I didn't hear them say nothing about it until the second incident whenever the school thing happened. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and even still at that, I've had confrontations with people and this is where I'm drawing, this is where I draw the line at. I want my people, if you're still with me, we're 21 minutes in and I know it's been a rocky start. However, you got it. I've had conversations with different people, and it seems to me that it seems to be a certain type of mentality, not race. That's the extreme greasy will that you're hearing. Like you said, in the movement, not every single person is out there looting, destroying things. You know what I mean? And all that. I realize that, right? But. Those are the ones that you're hearing the most. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be honest with you. It's getting downright militant now. When you look at the footage, um, Antifa is still going, uh, doing psycho stuff. Just yesterday, they were in Sacramento, California, causing conflict in front of the issue over the same person we were just talking about with the gun that got pulled over, calling him a hero. (coughs) You get what I'm saying? So these issues are still are still going on but nobody's addressing the actual issues like i haven't heard blm say anything and when i brought it up to certain people that seem to be pro blm you know what i mean and i said how come you guys won't talk about the human trafficking going on today in africa by other africans you know what i mean and guess what two white people that are wealthy and middle eastern people that are wealthy you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. um and they don't they don't want to talk about that. When I say how come they don't want to talk about the amount of children that are pent in lower income neighborhoods and then later tricked off to the point to where they're just sent off to a strip club, normally from a homeboy's uh, buddy or something, because we all know how the games really play. You know what I mean? They don't want to they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about how if Planned Parenthood wasn't actually placed in those lower came, lower income neighborhoods. African-Americans would actually have the majority population in the United States today. And Democrats are the ones that fund Planned Parenthood. So they don't want to talk about that. 
they don't want to talk about how Bill Gates in the 1990s said that he actually wants to, uh, the only way to save the human population is to kill off half of the world's population. And the best way to do that is through a virus. They don't want to talk about that. You know what I mean? Um, they don't want to talk about how in the 90s, like we were talking about, they had a huge education push, uh, especially in a rap industry called Save the Music. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Tupac was part of it. Biggie was part of it. In fact, they even did a uh, album together called Stop the Shooting with, um, I'm trying to remember the dude from Houston, uh, T-something. But, you know what I mean? They did an album about it. And there was a lot of anti-gang reach. There was a lot of, like I was just saying earlier, there was a lot of community cook-offs. There was a lot of um, community outreach. There was a lot more focus on drugs. There was a lot more, there was a whole lot more focus on fixing the problems, right? And in the education system, they wanted to, uh, they were educating people with chess. They were, uh, chess competitions were big in lower income neighborhoods and uh, music programs were big in lower income neighborhoods. And yeah, they did push the academics too. You know what I mean? On um, like, you know, sports and stuff like that. But my point is there was a lot more community outreach back then on the focus of it. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't about race. It's about how do we focus on the urban neighborhood to fix it as a whole? You get what I'm saying? And by that, by stating that, you weren't stating one race. You were stating everybody that lived in that neighborhood. So it would just be common sense. Everybody that lived in that neighborhood should be able to take advantage of the programs. And were they perfect? Hell no. Are they perfect? No. Nope. I know what it's like to be on Broadway on C Street in Sacramento, Cal uh, Broadway and C. I think if memory serves me right in uh, where the free clinic is in Sacramento. And whenever you go out there for an illness and every they open up that door or they open up that window, what's up? And they just hand you that paperwork and slam it shut real quick. And a doctor comes in and reads you off something and does he even tell you what the ail ailments really are? Basically, he kind of does, but really he just pushes you off to the pharmacy to go give you some drugs. Do you get what I'm saying? The reason why I'm saying that is because it seems to me like they're really eager to push it on the drugs. But when I bring it up to BLM supporters, right, all of that, you know what they say to me? Well, that ain't got nothing to do with me. And that's all they can say. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Those people over in Africa don't got nothing to do with me. They ain't got nothing to do with us over here. But I thought it was about Black Lives Matter. Should it be Black American Lives Matter then? Now, do you get where I'm going with this? Anybody can paint division around anything. That's why all lives matter is something I stand by. All lives matter means unity. It means peace. Am I saying that issues are perfect? No. You know what I mean? They're not. But they're never going to get fixed with fighting and bickering constantly. And you know what I'm saying? It's too easy for the confusion. And do I fall victim to it? Yeah, I do. You know what I mean? Online, I get trolls and shit. Sometimes I comment to them and sometimes I don't uh, because I'm interested in what some of them have to say. But it's all the same argument. They're always the same argument that everybody always hears. But nobody ever wants to offer any solution to the problems because nobody wants to work together. Do you get what I'm saying? And now we got even bigger issues coming up because now you have this audit coming off with the uh, presidential. How do you feel about that? We'll see what happens. Huh? Now, you, you got to understand, I don't think that Trump is going to get reinstated. Let me end that right now. There's a lot of people out there saying, hey, you know, Trump's going to get reinstated in August. No, I don't think he's going to get reinstated in August. Two reasons. 
Here's why. I think if he got reinstated in August, there would be such a civil backlash, they would have to call in the United Nations troops. Do you get what I'm saying? I really do. Saying that, do I think that he wants to run in uh, 2024? I do. Do I think he's going to be able to pull it off? No, I don't. And the reason why I don't think he's going to be able to pull it off is I think the Democrats are going to try to wait till that very last minute and they're going to try to hold him in the court with the felony case because then he can't run for presidency. You get what I'm saying? And I think that's the reason why you're hearing these insiders come out. You know the ones I'm talking about that said that, uh, oh, what are you doing? Oh, we got all the law experts in New York right now just digging away on every single thing that we can on Donald J. Trump. That's not legal. That's not proper law. Proper law isn't that you go into somebody's office and you go into their whole life and you dig and pry into every little nook and cranny of their life to find something wrong and the reason why i'm saying that is because we both know how that works so say if that's how that works so then that means if i'm running for office right and i don't like joe biden or kamala harris let me dig in every single aspect of their life and try to hold them in a court whenever they're trying to do something because if the shoe was on the other foot what's right is what's right right mm -hmm. if that's how we're looking at it right now do you see what i'm saying by with division you're never going to get anywhere and you're only going to get you're only going to get failure with it you get what I'm saying? Honestly, I think our society is to the point to where I think it's going to take another 9-11 to pull people back together. You know what I mean? Isn't that sad? Do you get what I'm going with? I think there's enough stuff that's come out. Okay, now, like, granted... If you don't like Trump, you don't like Trump. And if you like Trump, you like Trump. Okay, but I think that there is enough evidence that have come out to, to say the Democrats definitely did something kind of shifty here. You know what I mean? Is it anything worse than what other politicians have done throughout history? Maybe not. Maybe so. Do you get, do you get where I'm going with this? <laughs> My point is this. If we're ever going to get past this, Republicans... The only way, if you vote Republican, the only way you're going to get past this is 2022. You go into your state elections and you actually vote on the issues and you vote for the Republican candidates that you choose. And be mindful because we all know there's been a lot of rhinos in the midst. Even with the younger, even with the younger ones, a lot of flip-flopping. So you got to watch in your local elections when I say that. But if you really want to be real about how to fix this, how did Obama and Biden say to fight? They both did the same quote. Biden and Obama said we don't fight with our fist we fight with the pen obama was famous for saying i could fight any battle i want with a piece of paper and a pen the only way you're going to defeat these people is to play at their game just as smart as they did i'm not kidding you know what i mean and saying that, 
as a Christian, I'm going to throw out there because I'm 31 minutes in. Um, as a Christian, I say vote on the issues because there's been a lot of flip-flopping on issues going on. You know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of those younger cats that seem to be, uh, yeah. I'm, that seem to be kind of, eh, you know what I mean? Should I go this way or should I go that way? So 2022, you need to do this. And uh, the reason why I say this is if they do this, right? And they create a massive red wave in 2022. That's going to make it easier in 2024. See what Trump is really doing? You guys don't... This is what I think Trump is doing. And tell me if you think I'm right. Trump wants to be able to run, but knows they're going to do everything they can to stop him. He also knows he can't say it right now due to the election uh, process, however that goes. Um, but anyways. But... Trump has been promoting people left and right since he left office. Am I wrong or right? A lot of people. A lot of people. Do you think he's doing that for any other reason other than making sure he can create a red wave? Yeah, we'll see what happens with the red wave. I know you just... I know you just... <laughs> Surprise, everybody. Yeah, me and Jeff over here, we don't naturally uh, uh, vote the same on everything. And that's what this... Isn't, isn't that what America's about? Yep. See how we didn't agree on everything that we talked about, right? But we didn't come to blows about it either, though. Trump was good for the economy, that's for sure, and COVID. But uh, that's what COVID law, basically COVID law, uh, based COVID. Yeah, that's why Trump lost. Basically, think about it that way. Yeah, true. I mean, but do you think? I don't think it was for COVID. I think he would have won. Do you think COVID was designed in the lab? Yes. See, I do too. Do you think, <laughs> do you think, right, exactly, do you think that, now hold up, I'm going to put a disclaimer, do not go out and do anything stupid towards the Asian people, okay? I'm going to throw that out there, yeah. I mean, I'm That's just saying. Cool. <laughs> but anyways, how is it that you can develop this freaking chemical weapon, right? And I'm going to bring up a really good point in two ways. They developed this weapon in the lab, right? Bill Gates Foundation helped fund the freaking funding for this fucking project in the lab in the first place. That was all who's who and hush hush. You remember? Like that fancy building and stuff? Yeah, his 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 little company is behind that somewhere, you know? So all of a sudden this thing gets out. I think it's chemical warfare agents that they were actually developing personally. Now I think the top Democrats knew about this ahead of time. You know what I mean? And I think that was part of their plan to bring down Trump. I um, really do. I don't know. Nah, because no. they did it. Listen, listen to it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that they let it, like, necessarily let it happen. What I'm saying is, like, somehow they knew. They knew because Bill Gates is one of the top funders for the Democratic Party. And these people talk. Like, when you're around rich people... I go, I go, like, you know, I used to like at a job, right? <coughs> I was in a kitchen, and I used to go to uh, rich people's houses. Yeah, you remember? Uh, uh, probably, I'm not gonna say where, but the kitchen job. Oh yeah, that job. Yeah, 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 yeah. People, yeah. Where I used to go to the catering gig. So, anyways, rich people have a habit of helping each other out, 
I mean, but granted, everybody helps out each other if they can. You know what I'm saying? If you know something's going to work, you're supposed to let me know if it's supposed to work. If you know, hey, man, I think you can get an edge on this, bro. You're supposed to be a bro and let me know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how you're supposed to be. Rich people ain't no different, only their money's a little bit different. You get what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, <coughs> I'm not necessarily saying they're 100% new about anything. But I'm definitely saying that they did. And if they had any speculation about it, they damn sure weren't going to say anything. Because they knew it could help bring them down. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So I know there's a lot of crazy theories out there that I'm not going to go into about that. But I find it interesting that since the fear of COVID is going down, including with the mask, right? Fucking <coughs> dry mouth. Anyways. Including with the mask, they got that new hyper version of the uh, the bird flu. Oh yeah, the reamp of the bird flu. Only this one can be transferable by touching somebody. You get what I'm saying? Isn't that kind of convenient? You get what I'm saying? Right around state election time, there's another bird flu. Woo! And right around the time the Fauci emails came out too. What was it? Three days before then? That's when the bird flu hit. I'll be right back. Come on. Okay. So how is it that once again, we got state elections coming through and there's a bird flu. Isn't it kind of convenient that every time there's an election, there's some kind of disease? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Basically. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot in my lifetime, haven't you? I'm just saying, guys. Yeah, a couple we have to go. I mean, work flu. <laughs> right, right. I mean, and again, I'm going to go back to our faith for a second because saying the COVID thing, uh, during COVID, a lot of people asked me, and even recently have asked me, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with, like, the stress and how are you so confident? And a lot of it, I feel like, really does, whether it's a placebo effect, no matter what it is, uh, because they said a lot of people got it and didn't even know they had it. You know what I mean? Keep that in mind. So, I had a lot of faith that I wouldn't get it. I also had a lot of faith the mask wouldn't work, which turns out they didn't work. I also had a lot of faith that our immune system would work, which turns out it does work. Some people were well, some people's immune systems were compromised, but I said that you remember from Jump Street. I actually said whenever I know it's starting to rain, everybody. So I don't know how much longer we could do this, but uh, you remember at the beginning when I said that um, people had compromised immune systems, such as diabetes or health problems, or overweight or different. Uh, should wear masks, should take precaution. I said that numerous times on my show, but yeah, people could have figured that out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But everything I said was actually turned out to be fact. And I'm not going to sit here and do that because I'm not going to be like gloat about it. I'm just saying keep that in mind the next time that this next so-called disease comes out. You know what I'm saying? I think we touched bases on a lot of the new issues that's coming on. I'm sorry that it was kind of sporadic. It's the first time recording in uh, really almost a month, dude. Um, And it was just right on the spot decision, honestly. We're just chilling outside and I just got done medicating. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it off the top. But at any rate. I think we can all agree that the only way that we're going to be able to combat this is through the pen, through the legal process, 
because that's the way they fight. They fight through the rich bankers, the rich elite, the bankers, and it is a big club that we ain't in it, like George Carlin said. I'm sorry to tell you, I'm sorry to break it to you. If you think that you are, you ain't. You could be a you could be a famous ass celebrity and still ain't in it, the club I'm talking about. You know what I mean? And they operate by money, word of mouth, and the pen. And they hate their stories broken out. You know what I mean? So the only way you can combat those kind of people, am I right or wrong, is on the same way they are. With the same methods. They want to use the media, we got to use the media. They want to use the pen, we got to use the pen. They want to use celebrities, we got to find, what, maybe the five or six we got. I mean, I'm just saying. Maybe the, maybe the five or six. Right, we got to use the handful that we got. I mean, we got to fight the way that, what I'm getting at is we got to fight the way they're getting at it. People have to get off the streets and realize that you're being played like chess. I mean, can we, do you agree with me that people are getting played like chess that live in lower income areas against each other? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I actually picture it like this. The news is playing, right? Here's the Los Angeles mayor. He's in this nice, rich, comfortable house. He's chilling, you know, probably got his legal cannabis there. Probably taught not to VIP stuff. Nobody can ever smoke, get their hands on, you know, cartel stuff. Anyway, so he's sitting here. He's like, I wonder what my lower, my lower, uh, what's that old middle evil word for uh, lower people? Do you remember? I can't remember it, but there's a word for it. But anyways, my peasants, let's go with that. (laughs) (coughs) So he's just like, let me see what my peasants are up to. So is Pelosi. They're all on the phone together. Let's see what our peasants are up to. Let's see if they're buying all this crap we're selling, you know? Let's see if it worked. We got all our celebrity friends to do it, too. So let's see if it worked. So they're all in their mansions, right? LeBron James, he's just sitting there in his mansion. Let's see if my tweet worked. Let's see if all this worked. And they they get to eat their nice, expensive food, their million-dollar investments, everything, right? And they turn on the news and they're like dance puppets as they see the rioting. And where is it? It's not on their street. For if you're in California, Rayleigh's is a high-end supermarket. You know what I mean? It's not over in that neighborhood. No, it's over in uh, DPH. You know what I'm saying? Del Paso Heights over uh, in the lower, you know what I'm saying? At the Food Save Mart. (laughs) At the Dollar Tree getting rioted. There was that Dollar Tree that got rioted. You know what I'm saying? How did y'all riot in a Dollar Tree? If I was, I mean, I, what I could have figured out is why nobody, you know, and there was a handful of them that did in Manhattan, you know what I'm saying? But that was really rich kids when they came out to it. That was a handful of them, you know? So rich kids selling rich shit. But go figure. Anyways, um, why was it uh, that all the writing happened in the projects in the lower income neighborhoods? It never happened in like Hollywood elite. When it came close to Hollywood, they shut that ass down. I'm saying, like, I'm talking, man, it came right to the edge of where, like, the couple Hollywood people might actually be at. And I'm talking, I ain't never seen a state person put that many cops there that quick. Why is that? You get in an air neck of the woods in. Talking? No? I'll talk to you about it in a minute. All right. 
So that's what I'm, and that's what I wanted to paint out for you guys real quick. I'm about to go, but um, I wanted to paint that out for you real quick. Is that's what it's actually about? Is money and separation and division? They want to bring down everybody because they know if they could bring down, if they could bring everybody down and separate us and make us hate each other, it's starting to pour. I'm gonna end this real quick. Then they can actually, then we can't win. But if we come together. That's the one thing that they're going to hate, is if we all unify and actually come together. But anyways, this has been Mike, and uh, this has been Mike and uh, Jeff from New York, and peace, love, and good vibes. I'm out. As y'all can see, it's actually pouring down around here, so starting to storm. So everybody have a good night.